everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. We've got Pete and I talking today about a concept that I hold very near to my heart, um, and the title is Go Alone, Go Fast, Go Together, and You'll Go Far. And I've learned that I'm, you know, I'm almost 50 now, Pete. Can you believe that? Don't look yes. at day over, yeah. don't look at day over 49. About, I hear about your ailments all the time. As a matter of fact, you're you're ailing yeah. as we speak. Yeah, I hurt my shoulder. It's all oh, good. I'll come back. Um, so I've learned a lot in these 50 years. And one of the things is that you discover your strengths and your weaknesses. And mm-hmm. you try early on in your career to be great at everything. And sometimes it's just murderously hard to be good at certain things. You just want to take them out of your wheelhouse. And that's where you get the saying, you know, go together, go far. You need to surround yourself with people that mitigate your weaknesses and enhance your strong suits. And uh, I know we don't plan on saying this, but I was, a com- I was having a conversation with one of our mastermind attendees and I was talking to him about how he's not great at the business of dentistry. He hates it. He's not good at it, mm-hmm. but he's a super accomplished clinician. Mm-hmm. And he's got this junior partner or this guy that wants to work with him and become a partner who used to be an accountant and like loves the numbers and mm-hmm. loves the nuances of it. I'm like, bro, this is like, beautiful. This is the most amazing thing that you, you could tell this guy, Hey, I'll teach you the next 20 years of dentistry that I've learned or the 20 years I've learned in dentistry in about three years. And guess what? It'll be your job, your functional responsibility, your functional portion of the ownership to whittle this business and get it exactly profitable and watch the numbers and all that stuff. So it's a, it's a beautiful concept. And I think when people think of ownership, they think of like, Oh, you know, do you think like an owner and, and uh, we're going to have duplicate responsibilities. It's really interesting to see ownership as functional and you get that stuff. I'll handle this stuff and bring it back to you and me, Peter. You know, I, I have a lot of great ideas and um, I think I bring a lot of value, but I know my value as an educator, I guess, in dentistry, I guess we call ourselves educators. Maybe, I don't know. Educator sounds good to me. It would not be nearly as powerful if you didn't, if I wasn't partnered with you. So I think in, in life, you have to look at um, surrounding yourself with people that cover your weaknesses and uh, embellish your, um, your, your strengths. And that's what we have yep. um, together. Yeah. And, and you why, know, is you, this all, why is this all important, Peter? Well, look, I think it's important because in the beginning, you, you know, you hear the expression when you're grinding, like you fake it until you make it right. And you do this and, and you're so full of and, and I was guilty of it as well, you know, just wanting and desiring to be good at everything. Um, and if you weren't, just kind of keep plugging along and acting like you were. And I think the real genius starts coming when you could acknowledge and get your ego out of the way, which, you know, I think comes with a little age and wisdom, is that you get your ego out of the way and, and, and become self-aware with where your superpower really lies. And then it's, and then you're right, divide and conquer. It's not so much me do everything. I'm at the top and I'll delegate. It's you handle this because you're really good at it and you like it. Typically people who like stuff are really good at it. Right. And I'll handle this capacity. And so it's to divide and conquer, especially in partnerships. Um, but not only just that is, is a, is an ownership mentality, you know? Um, so it just, I, I agree with you, but that alignment happens, uh, widespread, meaning it happens at, at the, at a partnership level. It happens at a team level. You have to give every. You have to get everyone rowing the boat uh, towards the common mission, which is a whole brings up a whole another thing, Greg. If you don't 
if you don't communicate that mission to people, yeah. right? And, and sometimes they don't know that, by the way, if the, you don't the, communicate that or communicate your weakness, like, Hey, I really don't enjoy this. I'm not going to act like I do. Um, you know, I think just communication is, is, is everything. And I am the most guilty of that. I am a horrible communicator. Uh, you know, I under communicate as, as to, we all fault. do. We all well, do. I think you're pretty good at communicating. No, but I'm just saying like, it's when it comes to mission and vision, we're talking to our friends. We're talking to the people that are on equal footing as us, other owners or leaders. We're talking to them all the time. So we figure, geez, I must've told my team this a hundred times, right. but no, you've just told all your friends this a hundred times. Mm -hmm. So we under communicate our mission, our vision, our why that's always under, under community. That's not just dentistry. That's like, you know, Harvard School of Business, like statistically speaking, CEOs are renowned for under communicating their vision to their own people. They're communicating like crazy to everybody else. But then, you know, so there's that one layer that I want to point out that Peter just said, like, what are you good at? What are you not good at? And then having the ego to say, even though I'm not, I'm not good at this, I still add value over here and I'm going to mm. fill someone into that weakness. And by the way, you could be having a conversation with one of your team members and just be like, I really don't enjoy doing this. I used to think that would make example. me a weak leader, Craig. Right. I used to think like, that, oh, if I identify a vulnerability and someone knows that, does it make me, does it make me a horrible leader? Right. Well, they, yeah, but the they, funny thing is, Peter, people I know our weaknesses. Now. They know just, our weaknesses already. Right. So you call it out. It's like the art of war by Lao Tzu. Like, you know, you, you don't pretend to be strong when you're not. You pretend to be weak where you're at. That's a whole other podcast. But the idea is that you can have a conversation, get back to communication with like well, your hygienist. I hate doing this. I'm not good at this. I'm like, oh, well, I got a degree in that. I, I love doing that. And it's just like amazing when you, when you. Well, the whole, the whole reason we wanted to, to pod about this is because you and I spoke about, you know, so much, so much CE that we've done in our life, so much training that we've done, but really when the magic happened, um, Meaning we would go off to CE, come back fired up, and no one else would know about the education we received or the experience we received. And we would come back and be really hard to, to um, vicariously give someone that same energy. Like, let's do this. And everyone's like, well, okay, cool, but I don't know what you did. And then it's hard to maintain that momentum. Well, it's just uh, hard to get traction. traction. So n knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential power. You know, but some of the most the powerful execution things that's powerful where I was going with that is, you know, obviously we've done a lot of CE and continuing ed by ourselves. And then some, but some of the most powerful things have been able, when we've actually been able to have it attend as a team function, meaning whether that was just CE or whether it was, you know, a quarterly annual, meeting, annual meeting, the quarterly meeting, exactly. Yeah. Um, and you get together and and learn as a team. Not only does it strengthen your culture, you know, we always talk about culture and in like the things that get amplified on social media, but like learning together is a very powerful unification of your team. And, and that is a cultural augment, in my opinion. You get stronger, you learn together, you've experienced it together. So if you have a weak culture, I would encourage you to find find some learning, you know, that um, find some learning or, or, or an ability to, to learn together. And also the discovery of your challenges together helps fix them as well. So there's a lot of CE for doctors out there. There's a lot of practice management. There's a lot of uh, clinical education for doctors. There's actually a pretty decent amount for hygienists. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's some for assistants, probably not as much for assistants. And there's a good amount for admin. But what, I'm, what I notice, what we notice that's not in, the, in this landscape of education is the immersive learning experience for the entire team. 
where they can all break off and do their own learning, where the hygienists can learn and then they can all come back into one room at the end of all the individual learning and then have a strategy session to implement, to get traction. The immersive learning is what's missing in dentistry. And sometimes, Greg, when that, you know, as you're saying this, I'm thinking like, yes, those sessions were powerful when we went as teams. But I got to tell you, like, I can remember sitting around tables with some, you know, key team members at, at like, for instance, AOSH. And, I'm, and it, this was at night over cocktails. And like some of the most powerful things that still stuck to this day are the things that, that happened outside that ideation uh, of, of the course itself, right? There was tons of, of conversation. We should do this and we should do that. And so now you've created this accountability, this ownership of we should do versus like you coming back home and saying, hey, this is what I learned this weekend by myself. And this is what we're going to do. It's different when you have a we scenario or we narrative. Um, well, you can't have a we unless there was group learning. You, you know, it's only like. But we, like I, my point was there's that. lots of power after, even after the course. There's lots of power in just being in proximity with these people outside the, of your team, outside of the dental office, you know, in, in, yeah, a, I've in, noticed a, that. I've, in a, I've in never a been away able scenario, to... out of town scenario is just some power to it, which is why we're getting to this point of like, that's why it was really important for you and I, as we had these conversations to open up Bulletproof to include more of the team in a very, um, not just a, hey, bring your team if you want, but actually creating some, some, some education in, in their niche of the practices, right? So right. that's why Bulletproof Hygiene was launched. That's why this year we're having Bulletproof Team. And, you know, and so we're going to have these breakouts where we can really uh, move the needle for the practice because at the end of the day, that's, that's what matters. What yeah, what lights, what lights you and I up is literally when we get that call, like I went to that summit and it changed everything and everything's been changing or, you know, the productions were, you know, doubled or got up 50%, teams all aligned. I mean, we don't do this to, to just to listen to our own self speak, but it, it's the traction. So what I've learned is you can provide massive value to people and they don't make any action on it. That's the worst. We've all done it. We're all guilty of it. If I go somewhere alone and it's really good stuff, really good business information, immediately I'm like, oh shit, I don't have somebody else here. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, you need to have that alignment. You need to be on the same page. That's why you're constantly sharing articles with me. Read this, check out this, you know, and I, that's what brings attraction. And it feels good to be educated, but it winds up you wind up spinning your wheels and you wind up getting frustrated and then just not implementing it. And I think even right now, Craig, with this, with the environment that's going on, people are desperately seeking this sort of thing with the COVID going on and us being isolated. I think people are desperately craving, you know, any sort of environment. That's why, honestly, that this, this uh, summit has already that, you know, the early birds sold out in like 48 hours. I think because people are, are, crazy. are, uh, you know, really excited about the aspect of coming and learning and, and being around other people. And, and that's why we got this big ass resort and kind of booked out the whole thing. So we could be, have a contingency in case COVID was still a big talking point, right? We have a, a COVID, a COVID contingency because it's really important. Like my team is missing interaction like this, you know, being able to get together and have, um, you know, proximity to each other. So I'm sure your team is as well. You know, yeah, I got a lot of people on my actual team that want to come. Which right. Of, which is cool. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's important because um, I, I think that uh, when, when we're struggling in practice as dentists, we immediately go to let me figure out more things to sell. So what mm -hmm. does that mean? That means sleep apnea and misaligned training. I mean, that stuff is great. Don't get me wrong. But you, you really just you're spinning because you're taking on more services and more more 
more ability to to generate revenue on patients. But if your culture's ailing, if your systems are archaic, if your marketing's not right, if your leadership's not right, it's the biggest back the hole in the back door. And it's like you're bailing on a boat that has holes in it. So I think it's important to talk about that. I mean, I, I was very lucky because, you know, I, I went to some of those Tony Robbins courses early on in my, you know, maybe mm-hmm. 10, you know, seven, eight years ago. And everybody would tell me like, bring your wife. I'm like, ah, my wife's not into it. I'm like, well, you better bring your wife. Cause there's this, there's this one Tony Robbins things called date with destiny. Um, mm-hmm. And it's kind of mockingly referred to as date with divorce. And mm-hmm. the reason it's such is that if you go, I mean, from what I understand is without your spouse, right? right. You you come to this realization like, oh my gosh, what am I doing in my life? Well, no, even that you <laughs> You're come not the home. Right person. Like, well, not even that. It's like you come home like, oh my God, to your spouse, life's going to be great. Like, I want the old you back. Who is this new you? Because all the energy was created without you. People get insecure and nervous. So there's a, there's a certain amount of um, energy that wants to keep your office as it is. Everybody's comfortable. People are inherently scared of change. They say they like change, but people really don't like change. Mm-hmm. They don't like change that they cannot control. So imagine you go off to some seminar, you got six people in your office, you come back and like, guys, everything's going to be different. Doesn't matter. They're, they're scared. Mm-hmm. So if you can co-create what the future looks like and bring everybody back, and there is something about being in an immersive environment. If you, if you said the exact same things we're going to say in that seminar to your team, and it came out of your mouth versus coming out of Peter's mouth. It's going to land on people differently. Differently. Yeah, totally. It's funny, Craig, you say that. I used to have, I had a team member um, for so long that was so fearful of change. And she acknowledged it that she would actively almost campaign against like making any changes, which IE was growth because it was just scary. And why, why are you changing it? Everything's good. Like, what, what are we doing? Just leave it alone kind of thing because change is scary. And, and what is this new look, you know, what is this quote unquote new look like for her? Right. And so she liked consistently consistency, predictability, which honestly sometimes can turn into stagnation. So, um, so yeah, change is scary, but you got to feel that fear and do it anyway. Well, and, and, and I think sometimes the biggest risk is not changing at all. Because life is changing. I mean, look at this last year. Look at two years from a cultural standpoint. I'm not even talking about like just COVID. I'm just talking about culturally, things are mm-hmm. flipping on its head. Right. You know, like people are people are demanding to see deeper levels of understanding to their dentist. Like if you just, if you don't have like an about you beyond your dentistry on, right. your, on your bio or your website, if they can't access more video or photos of you, they're going to be scared of you. So it's just, you know, I, I hear people that say change you mean is, potential patients you're saying. Yeah. Potential yeah, patients. Yeah. They need to have an, everybody's used to having a very detailed level of understanding of what they're going to transact with before they do it. You can right. take a virtual tour of your car or your house. They want the same thing with your doctor. They want to test drive the doctor and then test drive the results. And uh, I just think that people think they're being safe by not changing and you're actually yeah. most at risk. The greatest, <laughs> the greatest risk is not innovating. It's so funny that you say that. Like I always tell people, they're like, what should I do? You know, market this, market that. I'm like, look, I just looked at your website. You don't even have a yeah. picture of you on the site. Right. Like, that's freaking scary because right. if Nothing. I was a potential patient, I know we're going off a tangent here, but like, no, it's, such it's so easy, important. It's such so an important. Low hanging fruit. You know how, t- how many times I look at those websites, uh, Google, Google my business pages and their, their offices are beautiful, but there's no photos of it. Of, yeah. Or, and they have, or they have a cartoon, a funny cartoon of their office. I'm like, you're an attractive provider. You you have a lot to say. You could just shoot any type of video and don't get intimidated. But well, you're talking about video. You're talking about video. I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about just a picture of Dr. Smith. 
right? Dr. Yeah. Jones, whatever. And like, you can't find one. It's like, okay. And, and talk about, talk about like a low hanging fruit dentistry is like, I always say dentistry is scary. Remove the barriers to entry, make them. Here's a picture, even better. Here's a video. Look how great I am. Look, I'm talking on video. I'm not that scary. Let the, da, 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 come into my office. Like that's magic right there. Right. Right. Or, Hey, it's Dr. Jones. I want to talk to you about the five questions I always get asked. You yeah. know, is it true that silver fillings contain mercury? Why? Yes, they do. Why did you get into dentistry? I love helping people. Anything that you say, anything. Here's my anything. dog. Here's my dog yeah. Fido. So, you yeah. know, like anything, anything yeah. that, that shows you. Yes. About, about you. God, we just went off. off no, but it's there. true. It's, it's true. It's true. But, it's, but there's such like such little things that people can do that, you know, uh, of, you know, going back to the summit, we talk about a lot of these things. It's just don't come for the, the level to eight and nine tactics and trip ticks, tips and tricks. Although there will be some of that for marketing, but like, you know, the post-op call and the pictures on your website and the videos and pictures of your team, like those are things to do before, please. Yeah. Because such an easy and high return of your time and effort, high return on your time and effort. That you're smiling. You're smiling because I think something just popped in you. I can tell. No, you, I, just, like, I, I smile because I, I, I have all these memories, um, great memories of just working with our mastermind group. Mm -hmm. Of like, hey, that thing you did, like every, like I, you know, we we had these intake calls early on because it's almost been a full year, mm -hmm. and we wrote down what did you want to accomplish, what are the, mm -hmm. if you had a magic wand, what are the things, you know, my culture sucks, and this is going on, the production, and even with COVID, one by one by one, they're all like, I am kicking ass now, and even every, the production, like some of those goals yeah. for production scared the shit out of me. I was like, damn, we're gonna yeah, help the guy us? I was talking to this morning, he wanted to do a million, he did a million one with COVID. So his goal was, was, was pre-COVID. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. That is cool. All right. New for 2021. We want to invite everyone listening to join us on our private network. It's free to join. Join the conversation at bulletproof.dental. You can even download it in the app store. Just look for the Mighty Network app and you can download it there. But just point your browser to bulletproof.dental and join and sign up and start collaborating on um, some of the ideas we discuss on the podcast. Um, there's content there to download and um, it's all designed to help grow and stimulate us together. Hope everyone has a great day. I love to circle back. I'm like, well, what changed? What did you do? And if anybody ever says to me, well, it was you that helped me. I'm like, uh, 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 no. what did you do? What did you do? What were the things that you did? And there's always an always unleash because whenever something goes good or bad in my life, I figure out how I wound up there because a good or bad result was 10 unconscious steps that you made. The 11th step is like, oh, this sucks. So you just want to, I just try to retrace what well, happened. Greg, I do think though, going back to, you know, kind of what one of the ethos of what we practice teach in marketing is the guy, when you become the guide to the, you know, they are the hero of the story that you're talking about. And they're like, well, it was you. And like, yeah, so it was you, but you were guiding along for them to make these, these changes in life, right? Creating accountability and guiding change and saying, Hey, why don't you try these three things and report back and let's see where we are. And so, you know, don't discount yourself that it was you, it was me. There were some things because we were creating these, these guiding factors. I know. I just think that there's been a lot you're of trying people. to be humble. No, 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 no. I'm not being humble. I, I, I believe I've just seen enough people in my life where I give good advice and they just don't do anything with it. So some people, and I, I'm one of them at certain points, my buddy, Michael is jokes with me. He's a very, very well known uh, real estate guy. 
and I just need consensus. So Michael telling me all these things to do in real estate. I won't you listen totally to the fucking do. thing he says. You totally do. Right. And then one day, like my plumber will come by and I'm like, Michael, I was talking to a guy and he told me blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, he's like, well, who are you talking to? I was like, well, no, it's just a guy coming to do my plumbing. He's like, you jackass. I've been telling you that forever. Like I have a million square feet you of real estate. You so are that way. You are. But, you need, you need I, everyone around you to like buy in before you can like, buy yeah, in. like I, what I do y'all think? What do y'all think? What do y'all think? But, I, oh, but cool. I do applaud the people who take the advice, like even in a micro, on a micro level. And I'm not going to Bitcoin because I want to get you all started. And who knows where Bitcoin's going to no, finally I'm done. Wind. I'm done. I'm not talking about it anymore. Okay, we're done. I sold it but, all. But there's so many people that way after you, I was like, get in, get in, get in. And there were certain people that made action and bought mm-hmm. it at like seven and six and five. Mm-hmm. And there's certain people that like, you know, just chose not to listen. So I oh, I never take credit for the advice given. I take Look, credit for the action. That's going going to what we started this at in, in, in even the summit, I think even if you come with a closed mind saying, I, look, I got shit figured out. I don't yeah, really need this. Yeah. My practice is bulletproof, so to speak. I'm buttoned up. My team is buttoned up. But I think it's so nice, even when you've been in that mindset, and I think that's dangerous, but look, we've, we're all there at certain points in our career. Even if you're in that mindset, it's nice to just comment and audit it or say like, that's a dumb idea. We do it way better and just audit your processes because it's nice to just have that conversation. Here's something, be like, hmm, yep, ours is better. Or, huh, maybe there's something to that. But it audits where you are, what you're doing in your systems, your protocols, your marketing, your leadership, your culture, uh, your investments, your financial, all these things, your KPIs. And you get to audit all these things. And if you're good, then man, that was fantastic. So oh, yeah. there's two schools of thought on like who who, who needs it. Um, I think some of, my, some of my best ideas, honestly, Craig, have come from an extrapolation of hearing other people's, you know, oh, for sure. e- either in either in business or in dentistry or whatever. It's come from like, yeah, I like that. I like 80% of that. But like, what if I do this? And it's and sometimes it's worked out to be pure magic, you know, but and, well, you're, you're just lucky you, you put you're getting yourself into the right circles. Too. Right. That's you have, exactly a very con- you have a very conscious practice to enter the right circles. I hear about your friends all the time. And, you know, the front, you know, it's just getting into the right group is sometimes all you need. Yep. And that's, that's, that's what um, I, I think the true people that are growing. Well, let's not themselves. belabor this podcast anymore. Are, we, are you done? Are you done with it? When you, yeah. When, yeah. Okay. I'm done with it. I just think that, um, uh, you know, I want to close on one thing cause I'm speaking at the uh, Florida Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry with Miguel, Miguel Stanley. In that August. video was awesome, by the way. Like, Thanks buddy. And you said that to me. Um, I wish we could, do you have a copy of that? Can we post yeah. that somewhere? Like as a, yeah. uh, yeah. Oh, it, was, it made me, it made me really proud and, uh, to be your partner. See, see Craig, I'm, I'm nice once in a while there, buddy. See, I don't yeah, always nice bust on you. I don't always yeah, bust nice on you. But, but you, you but, just you just carried yourself well, and you're you're obviously going to represent Dell, and you're doing it with Miguel, right? Yeah, Miguel Stanley, yeah. Nice, nice. So, so I just said, will you do it with me on stage? He's like, yeah, it's 100%. So he's yeah. going to do it. It's awesome. Yeah, but so it's he's going to piggyback on your stage presence like I do. <laughs> oh, no, no, Actually, Miguel, he's amazing on stage. Yeah, he's amazing about? on stage. Yeah, I'll, piggy, I'll just be quiet. Uh, but anyway, we're speaking not to dentists. We're speaking to team, which is really cool. Oh, awesome. Which I love because it's like, look, if you bought this comb beam machine, do you think this start, is a trend starting more so? For what? Meaning, just more. You know, we talked about this. Like, meaning, you, you, we see there was so much of our CE, which was just dental CE. Do you see? You think we'll see more team CE as a as a theme? Themes, I, things I, trend I, I is where I'm going. So. Things trend so. is where I'm going. And, I, and for a while, I saw so much isolation and, and you want to see things pivot. And so I'm just wondering if you're seeing more, more um, 
intentionality I, put to something like that? I don't know, but I, I sure do hope so because the team is the greatest lever that you could use mm -hmm. to advance your practice. I mean, there's dentists tend to focus on, I went to dental school. I'm the smartest guy in the room. And um, we cut off our teams in many ways. And the power for most dental offices, the, the second level of low hanging fruit is to leverage your team, to get them understanding why you're doing what you're doing and to invest in them. That's an investment that can pay tenfold. You know, I, I, I say all the time, like if your cone beam, if you push the button only half the time it developed right. an image, you would be freaking out. You'd freak out on your, your uh, supply house wrap or whatever. But your team is the largest percentage of your P&L. It's your human capital, not your physical capital that represents more of your cost. Mm -hmm. So if you can make that human capital perform better by being engaged and, and uh, caring about what they do, you got magic right there. So I'm excited to be talking to um, the team for that. That is cool. When is this? When is this going? Where? Where? And August. Is this? August 2021. Oh, this Far coming away. August. I know what I said yes to it was like a year ago. It felt like I was saying it like a hundred years from now. <laughs> the Florida Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry, FACD. Yeah. Kind of yeah. cool, right? Yeah. FACD. Yeah, it's good stuff. Buddy. All right, buddy. Well, let's um, let's uh. I always have this vision of like someone in their, in their car sitting here being like, like just listening to us ramble sometimes I'm like, Oh, I get sweaty back thinking like we're not staying on task. Oh, come <laughs> Almost on. like right now. August 19th through 21st, the Hyatt Regency Grand Cypress Orlando. Are you going to come to that Peter? Uh, I mean, if, yeah. if you need me there, yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, if you need me there as your, uh, support, your support blanket, sure. Yeah, you made me look out and feel good. There he is. He's there. I can keep going. <laughs> you just I keep doing keep like this. <laughs> keep like picking your thumb up there. and winking at me. Uh, or like just do one of these instead. Like you're bombing. Hey, all right. Uh, one thing I actually want to bring up and then we'll, we'll wrap is uh, no longer are we going to use the tech service that um, is going down. We used to promote uh, the text, the word bulletproof to 33777. Um, to get everyone get you enrolled and we've stopped doing that ma mainly because so much spam has gone on that that is probably a service that can't exist and we got notified that being said we actually have a network that we would like to anyone listening to this invite you all to learn it's open right now there's tons of resources we've created a bulletproof ecosystem if you will all you have to do to join uh, it's very similar to uh, face like a facebook group but without all the distractions of, um, you know, cat sweaters and this person doing this and this person on vacation, it's a very uh, focused group where you can interact with people in secure, um, secure environment and, and some, some uh, privacy, so to speak. Yep. I was trying to tiptoe around the privacy thing. Um, so all you got to do to join, and like I said, right now, it's, it's easy to join and, and it's open for, for anyone listening, is just go to bulletproof.dental. That's all you got to do. It's bulletproof.dental. Craig, Craig bought the, uh, the, uh, the domain dot dental for us. To sell it to you so there's no dot com. Just go to bulletproof dot dental, sign up and join and get involved in some of these conversations. For example, we will post this podcast in, in one of the sections. Um, and you be, and if there's questions or follow up or thoughts you have here or stories that you may, you have uh, experienced around what we just said, contribute, let everyone know, like some of what you've learned, um, and, uh, you know, it's just another environment for Craig and I to get interaction with the people that, uh, you know, we're wanting and desiring to lift. Um, but, but we learn just as much from our mastermind and the people that come to summits as, and oh my God, so yes. we're almost doing it because we want to collaboratively learn with you. 
So again, don't miss out on this because it really there's really a ton of content there. We've spent Lacey has spent tons of time literally curating and consolidating a lot of our stuff. Um, whether that's some handouts, select handouts that we've given out in Summit, you can download them in, on there. Uh, but just join the conversation. Dentistry is a scary, lonely place, especially as entrepreneurs. And so join an environment where people are sharing the same successes and wins that, um, and failures that, that, that you are. So join, join, the, uh, join the network. Join Indeed. our Bulletproof network. Join it up. Um, and, and then um, and encourage you to come to Summit. If you, if you haven't ever come, uh, I, I say this every year, Craig. This, is one, this one's going to be the best. Oh no, for sure. But for sure, this one will. I think the for sure this one will. I think everyone yeah. craving, like I said, craving all the. Uh, they always get better proximity. though. Pete, if I could sl- uh, pat ourselves on the back, we learn and we figure it out. What I yeah. love about what we're doing is it's not this. You know, I, I've been at the receiving end of a like being sprayed with information with a fire hose, and it's like the questions and things I wanted to get asked, answered never were done. So our format, for those of you who haven't been, is very interactive. We have a text to we have a uh, text your question thing that we do it's software that we have so literally at any given moment you're texting your questions and the people who are curating those questions interrupt us <laughs> so like yeah. is this going good you guys want to pivot who wants more who wants more marketing who wants to go to you know social media who wants to go to this way and then instantly it's like the polling everywhere you can find out how people what are what are people wanting so it's not for us to listen to ourselves it's for us to add massive value and um, that's what we do. And it's, a, it's great. I'm honored to be a part of it. I can't wait to meet many of you guys there mm-hmm. in uh, physical proximity in <laughs> Austin, July 9th. Um, going to be great. 400 acres. 9th and 10th. Not 400 acres horseback riding. I think you're more excited. You say horseback riding every time. I think you're more excited to horseback, horseback ride riding. than anyone horseback I've ever riding. seen. Dude, we're going to horseback ride? You I'm know what's so okay. funny? You ever hear the Seinfeld where he's like horseback riding? What I have to put the location you're horse riding, not like <laughs> horse head ride. Like it's such a weird thing. Like, you know what I mean? You're riding on the back of a horse. Right. Camelback riding? Yeah. Camel right. riding. Camelback? No, camel riding. You ride right. a camel. You don't horse, you don't camelback. A camelback is that thing you drink. Yeah, the camelback pack. Yeah. But you yeah, don't camelback. think. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave it there. These are our conversations, funny that the, everyone. That you have so to you put know. the location of where you're riding the horse. <laughs> Thank you for living. I thought you were going to be horse ass riding, like like on the back. <laughs> no, no, the saddle doesn't reach. It's fine. I tell you, my daughter's in the horseback riding now. Yes, you have. Oh, that's yeah. not good. I've even gotten the pictures and videos. It's been fantastic. Not only have you uh, told me, but I've got the play by play. I appreciate that. All right. All right, buddy. You're the best. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode, and we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next week. Sounds good. Take care, everybody.